Welcome to our podcast Inside SAP Esfahana. There is no customer success without product success and project success. Following up on our last episode on two-tier ERP and also the discussions we had on the industry 4.0 and how two-tier ERP in SAP Esfahana Cloud is actually functioning as a catalyst for the industry 4.0. I'm joined again by Raghavendra Mani, who will be co-hosting this episode with me. Welcome back, Raghavendra. Thank you, Karina. Very happy to be back for the second round. After the wonderful introductory session we had, I'm really looking forward to take this conversation forward in a much bigger way. Me too. Me too. Very glad to have you back. Um, together today, we will be interviewing our guest, who is Konstantin Helwig, Director at Deloitte Consulting. So, Konstantin, thanks so much for joining today. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm also looking forward you know, to our conversation and also especially what's coming up in the area of S4 Cloud and two-tier integration. Me too. So, Konstantin, you probably don't know the game yet, as you have never been guest before. Um, but with, what we always like to do is we'd like to get our uh, speaker better by learning some personal stories or just some insights into the cur current career or career path also. So would you like to introduce yourself maybe with a personal story or also the, the career that you've had so far? Yeah, sure. So I'm a director at Deloitte and uh, right now I'm the global uh, lead for SAP Cloud Software as a Service at Deloitte. Um, in my 17 years at Deloitte, I'm used to implement Uh, new technologies and S4 Cloud was the opportunity three years ago to do the right move into the cloud yeah, and being also the first one in that area. And for me, it is like uh, in my personal life where I'm a passionate uh, runner, yeah, you start uh, with a simple goal and then you keep extending that always for uh, a simple 1% with each training and after a long run, you see the results. and. Uh, that is a strategy we are also having in moving that forward and making that successful. That's wonderful how you can connect your, um, basically your hobbies with your work life as well. So that's really great. Thanks a lot for sharing that. Raghavendra, connecting the dots back to you, um, you've been working in the area of two-tier ERP for quite some time, as we know. So where was the first connection that you had with Deloitte and how did it all start in the context of two-tier ERP? Yeah, uh, that's a good question, Karina. So Deloitte, as uh, Constantine mentioned, um, even Deloitte has been a, a front runner in this space for quite a bit of time. And the interesting thing is, apart from being a key implementation partner with SAP, uh, for quite a while, uh, Deloitte have also implemented two-tier ERP for themselves. So we are truly lucky to have like both a customer and an active partner on this podcast today with us for two-tier ERP. So going back to the journey with Deloitte, there's two parts to this. One is SAP's two-tier ERP team's journey, which I'll cover, and also a personal journey for me, right? So um, we worked very closely in the two-tier ERP team with Deloitte on quite a few initiatives, going back all the way to when we were co-authoring a two-tier ERP SAP press book. Um, if anyone has not read it, it's called uh, Explorer Two-Tier ERP Setup with SAP S4HANA Cloud. Uh, there's also various webinars where we have uh, participated together, design thinking workshops. And of course, I want to mention at this point um, our interaction via the Influencer Council Forum that we have. 
So as I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, the two-tier ERP Influencer Council is a very vibrant community of members that get together regularly over a monthly uh, hybrid cloud webinar series, as we call it, and we share the latest and greatest in the two-tier world. And Deloitte have been a part of this for quite a bit of time. Um, we also, for uh, because we are in these virtual times, we also have uh, uh, this quarterly spotlight series that keeps the communication ongoing with our Influencer Council members. So that is on the relationship with Deloitte from a two-tier front. From my personal uh, experience perspective, um, insightfully, uh, the last three S4 HANA, SAP S4 HANA projects that I've done have been very, very closely associated with Deloitte. So going back four or five years from now, I've been working very closely with this different member firms of Deloitte implementing these projects. So there's already a deep connection. That's uh, good to know also for the audience because uh, this will make the discussion, of course, even more interesting. Now, Konstantin, as uh, Ragavendra just rightfully said, Deloitte is not only a customer, but also a partner for SAP for the two-tier scenario. So I'm sure that there are basically two perspectives that you can share, but I'd like to get started with your partner view. So what do you think, how excited are our partners about two-tier ERP with SAP as Fahana? Maybe you can uh, answer that question from your point of view, being basically a partner yourself or being in a partner company. Yes, uh, we see two-tier scenarios as uh, one very important cornerstone uh, of the future SAP architectures. Uh, the two-tier scenarios provide us the flexibility uh, we didn't have in, in the past because Now you're always uh, thinking about to replace an existing ERP or build up a new ERP in S4. Um, but when you uh, take the two-tier scenario into consideration, you gain a flexibility to develop also fast deployment strategy with high standardized SAP processes, for example, for sales companies. Yeah, and you can connect and integrate that easily in your existing landscape Yeah, and then um, implement it gradually while you go for the big move to do the whole transformation, for example. So that is, is one uh, use case we see. The other one is if you talk uh, about standalone ERPs um, in regions. Yeah, for example, um, a big European company who has many uh, regions on their country landscape and then they need um, instances to serve the sales companies there as well. Yeah, you can easily build them up on a uh, standalone European the cloud and get that connected uh, into a two-tier scenario together. And another topic is if you talk about uh, carve-in yeah, or carve-out strategies, where you also then have to integrate new parts of uh, the companies. And you can do that also then in a uh, highly standardized approach on a two-tier environment where you then simply connect, for example, your new company part yeah, into your existing landscape or do it the other way around. Yeah. And in addition to that, yeah, I mean, if you look to other companies and strategies, yeah, they are building up um, new segments yeah, and want to make them ready for the future. And then they are looking to do that as a kind of an independent development. And up to now, you always had to think around how to do that in an existing ERP landscape. Now with S4 Cloud and the two-tier scenario, you can easily do that on an um, isolated instance and have that integrated in your overall uh, company structure as well. Now, so there are many scenarios which you can do. There is increasing integration costs. Uh, that 
is okay, but I mean, if you take into account what you gain in, as a kind of speed and innovation capability in that area, you know, that can be very beneficial and the flexibility gained for you in the end uh, might bring you also from a company perspective uh, into a very good position against your peers in the market. Yeah, Constantine, that's a really good introduction to what our partner's perspective is on 2-tier ERP. Uh, specifically uh, long-standing implementation partners like Deloitte, right? So I really like the points that you brought about uh, the uh, flexibility of the landscape and the fast deployment of standard processes using 2-tier ERP. So Constantine, maybe you can give us some examples from recent success stories where uh, you feel that 2-tier ERP has added value to our customers? Yes, we have done uh, recently, for example, for an a German headquartered company with a global footprint. Uh, they have an existing ECC 6.0 environment, and the question was how to transform that company into S4 yeah, globally um, without impacting the existing uh, instance. And we designed and implemented here a roadmap yeah, where we started with one small manufacturing site yeah, and brought that live in S4 Cloud. And now the um, the company is rolling out a solution um, to the next uh, countries and organizations. And when this transition has been uh, finalized, then the whole company is moved in a seamless and smart approach from ECC 6.0 uh, to S4HANA Cloud. Yeah. Another example is um, an international uh, company also headquartered in uh, EMEA. Yeah, they implemented first for the headquarter an S4 environment and then decided yeah, to do the uh, sales company deployment, not on the on-premise environment, but to do that in a highly standardized approach on S4HANA cloud. Yeah, so we implemented then the first sales companies uh, and now we are rolling that out on a global scale. Yeah, and that is how they are going in a two-tier scenario. Yeah and differentiate between having the headquarter and on-premise on and the sales companies uh, then in the cloud. Another example is also a global player, which is um, a UK-based uh, company. They are serving really all regions on the world, and they differentiated their strategy by Asia-Pacific, North America, and EMEA. Now, and here we are building up uh, the regional instances, which are connected then via the two-tier scenario uh, and build up the whole uh, company environment uh, for that uh, global player. Yeah. And we see it on, on every project we are doing, basically, that this is bringing us uh, a lot of flexibility uh, and also from a process and data simplification that is driven by the best practice approach. Yeah, we are implementing and then we can connect these systems easily because data is harmonized and the processes are harmonized. Yeah, and that brings us also then in terms of innovation, yeah, the fast enablement of additional features, for example, like predictive analytics with every release. Yeah, and also we see here the speed of process enablement yeah, because if you have then new requirements coming up, for example, like self-billing, you have to activate the scope item and then uh, you can set it live in a very short turnaround time. Um, and that is uh, bringing us a lot of advantages in that area. Definitely sounds like some great success stories, but 
I guess, of course, it's not as easily as you just talked about it because such a transformation probably takes time and also efforts <laughs> and therefore definitely needs to be planned thoroughly. So how do our partners and customers plan to approach two-tier ERP with SAP S4HANA adoption? Yeah, we have an, an approach which is called the phase zero approach. That is basically the pre-project you're doing before you go for an S4HANA transformation. Yeah, during that phase, we thoroughly plan uh, the whole implementation roadmap yeah, and also the rollout strategy. And also we do the whole scoping of the solution upfront. Yeah, so when we start implementing that, yeah, we have then uh, developed the multi-year implementation roadmap yeah, and also ramped up and staffed um, the teams yeah, who are organizing that and deploying that yeah, then on a global scale. Yeah. Within that phase zero approach, yeah, we are embedding uh, the two-tier approach because here you have to do some archi uh, fundamental architecture decisions. Yeah. And that has also to be planned uh, yeah, thoroughly because it is not just simply replacing an S4 environment, it is also uh, embedding that yeah, into the current infrastructure of a client. Yeah, and that is something we're clarifying upfront. Um, and then we're integrating the new landscape, uh, in many cases, in the existing landscape, yeah, and might also then replace parts of the existing infrastructure, potentially on a later piece. And so you're right, it takes a lot of time and effort, yeah, but it is worth investing that because uh, that is definitely a fundamental part of the future. Yep. I think you put it very rightly when you said uh, uh, two-tier ERP is a fundamental part of the architecture decisions. More and more, we are starting to listen to those kind of use cases from our customers and also some from some of our partners who are talking to those customers and trying to decide or help them decide where to take their organizational transformation journey, right? So maybe um, if we switch gears a little bit, Constantine, I want to probably talk about our uh, long-standing relationship, right? Uh, maybe I get a question in there regarding that. So from um, a perspective of an implementing partner, uh, how do you see our collaboration with the SAP two-tier team and for the future, because SAP is also moving more and more into the cloud mindset and trying to bring in this uh, multi-year roadmap for different cloud offerings. How do you, are there any asks you have from our collaboration with the SAP two-tier ERP team? Yeah, I would say, or not I would, yeah, I said that is working already on top level. I mean, when I look back, uh, when we started three years ago in, in setting that up, um, I think you could always say there's something yeah, we could do better. Yeah, but that's normal in life. But I like a lot what we do because we do that jointly. Yeah, and that is a kind of a relationship mm -hmm. yeah, we established over the years. And for me, it is one of the best working models ever because uh, we really joined the forces and you know, we have made our customers as a joint team becoming successful. And also we are jointly you know, developing uh, the product and making our services more and more perfect around it. And so there was a lot of integration work and experience over the last years, which has been you know, feedback into the SAP organization. and. As well, there's a lot of uh, experience and knowledge which has been shared by the SAP team. Yeah? And what I like a lot also 
is there's a lot of entrepreneurship uh, within the teams yeah, because everybody understands that we are developing here something which is new. Yeah, it sets uh, on new technology yeah, and also on a new approach. And we become only successful if we do that in a joint approach. And from my feeling, that is a really great uh, experience. And the only wish I have, basically, is that we make our collaboration even stronger yeah, and build that up in the future uh, even better. And uh, we'll definitely drive the S4 cloud and uh, the 2D integration forward. Better together, that's always a good motto. I really like uh, what you just uh, pointed out, Konstantin. Um, I just want to get back to one last uh, question from the partner view of Deloitte. So you already touched on some global projects. Can you also share some more examples from different regions, maybe? Uh, yes, I can do. Uh, especially if we look into Asia Pacific, uh, there are nice examples uh, where we see um, the integration of uh, APIC uh, systems into EMEA-based headquarters systems. Yeah, so we are currently uh, having two projects uh, which we are executing and which are setting up exactly that integration scenario in the two-tier area. And also if we look to South Africa, yeah, we have done the professional service implementation uh, which is a two-tier implementation where we connect all uh, cloud pieces, uh, which we have basically to each other and integrate that into also an existing ERP. Uh, so we really do that uh, around the globe. Definitely sounds like you are uh, quite busy. Um, so besides also the partner activities uh, that you are driving, um, you as well uh, are a customer. So what, uh, from a customer perspective, is now next for Deloitte in the two-tier space? Yeah, we have to drive uh, the enablement of the uh, two-tier more forward yeah? because customers now need to understand how that model is working uh, in the right way and how important a two-tier landscape will become in the future and how flexible uh, that is making them. So that will become an integral part of the architecture decisions. And also the pre-study uh, approaches now go with the cloud-first strategy and also integrate the two-tier models yeah, if applicable for the client. Uh, so um, even if the clients in the beginning of the discussion are not really believing that this is an option for them, what we see is that more and more customers then start thinking about that and finally also decide for that model. Yeah, and therefore, uh, that is a right way to go. And I can only uh, recommend to everybody, uh, if not done yet, uh, should take a deep look into how that 2 tier integration is set up and is working because uh, that is very interesting and will be a model which uh, will become more and more relevant in the future. And there are so many success stories and so much insights that you already shared today with the audience. So I guess uh, maybe the one or other um, interest will come up also uh, from this, uh, from listening to this episode. Um, of course, there needs to be enablement, uh, but there also needs to be a plan in place. So Raghavendra, maybe another question to you. What is planned from an SAP perspective? Yes, Karina. So that's actually a good question and something that uh, 
will kind of uh, be like the icing on the cake for this podcast it's basically like uh, constantine mentioned right i think we have already started building these bonds both with customers and partners trying to increase uh, the adoption of true tier over the last few years but now that this foundation has been set we are now at a place where we can actually take off in a bigger way so definitely strengthening the bonds with uh, deloitte especially and uh, our other two tier partners in the region um and also trying to bring more and more like constantine mentioned future ready scenarios end to end scenarios connecting different cloud setup uh with something that customers can look to move towards in their roadmap as well so we want to give customers that vision saying you have this kind of an approach where uh, different initiatives are helping you accelerate to your sap s4 hana cloud adoption journey right so that's that's our intent and that's also reflecting in a lot of the components that we are bringing into our roadmap as well sounds like a good plan so i have to say my key takeaway definitely is that there is not just one solution that fits all and actually it doesn't really matter where the customer or the partner is coming from it could also be the old ecc6 you really shared some nice examples uh, just before so you can always start with a piece or pieces of your system um, and i think that goes also back ragavendra uh, to the episode we had just before um, so you can always start small but think big yes definitely corina so thanks so much constantine thanks so much ragavendra for taking your time today for sharing your firsthand insights with us and um, on your collaboration project that was really really special Yeah, thanks a lot for inviting me into that podcast. Yeah, thanks Karina from my end also. Thank you for being such a great co-host and Constantine as usual it's always great to connect with you again even if it is virtual. Thank you for all your insights today. So as always, if you like this episode, if you have any feedback or if you would like to propose other special topics of your interest, just feel free to engage with us via insightsf4@sap.com. Until then, stay tuned and be inside SAP S4HANA.